Hello and welcome to episode number 92 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn, and this is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, conduct interviews, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we'll have a weekly segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode, and I pass those interesting facts on to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so please contact us through any of the outlets I just mentioned. And we'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. Thanks, everybody, for your support. Um, This week, we have a little bit of a bummer. Um, Curtis is so backed up on work, and he's got a lot of stuff going on, so he could not get Kurt Fax done this week. So he'll be back next week. Um, We always appreciate him so much and um, the research that he does for Kurt Fax. He's such a good man, and uh, hope everything goes all right, Curtis. Um, We're praying for you, and um, get back next week with those Kurt Fax. We have a couple comments, and people were saying, um, they really enjoyed, obviously, Kurt Fax every time. People love the Kurt Fax segment um, and just enjoy the podcast. Um, we have uh, a, a Chad Alvetti said, great year for this this week's um, pack that we're opening, 1993 Pinnacle uh, Series 1 pack. Um, 1993 must have been a great year for Chad Alvetti. That was the year I graduated high school. Maybe we're the same age. I'm not sure, Chad. So, um 1993, yeah, great year it was. You know, it was junk wax at the time for uh, baseball cards, but it was a great year that it was. Um, so again, thanks to everyone for uh, uh, listening to the podcast and uh, all their support. Uh, remember to check out CV's Tend to Check Out, a music podcast sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. That comes out once a month. It's another um, podcast created by Curtis and me. So uh, check that out. All right. So with no Kurt Facts segment, um, we're going to do a little bit of the description of 1993 Pinnacle uh, baseball cards, and then we will uh, open the pack and go from there. So it be kind of a short one this week, and uh, hopefully we uh, pull some decent players that Kurt can uh, research for next week. All right. So 1993 Pinnacle. This was a 620 card dual series set featuring 310 cards in each. So there were two series. Series one had 310 cards. Series two had 310 cards. Um, This was similar to the previous year in 92. Card fronts again featured a black background and white accent lines and text, which resulted in a condition sensitive set. So what that means is um, the condition sensitive set, it has, since it has, black on it a lot of times it's hard to find cards in perfect condition if they're black they'll get chips on them and stuff like that um so that would be the same with like the 1985 donra set 19 i think it's 1971 tops i'm pretty sure if i'm wrong about that somebody let me know but those cards are black in the 70s also the way that they were 
shipped and packaged. So hard to find those. I made that set once and it was not in great shape. It's hard to find those in great condition. Um, what else? There's just the, the ones with the with the black borders and a lot of times the borders are really hard to find um, in good shape. So that's why it's condition sensitive. Um, card backs were horizontal again, featuring uh, Pinnacle's unique anti-counterfeit barcode. That's what I called the episode, 1993 Pinnacle anti-counterfeit barcode, because I didn't realize this and that Pinnacle had this. That um, could be viewed through a lenticular detector card to determine authenticity. So I guess because so many people are either reprinting cards, you know, or stealing them. And um, uh, I don't know if they were, uh, it's more with wax packs where they were stealing them and putting them back together, the packs back together. So I guess because of the reprinting of different cards, it kind of started with 1989 Upper Deck. They put that little hologram on there that was hard to, um, to make another one like that. I'm sure somebody figured out how to do that, but because uh, they had all the time in the world to figure out how to make counterfeit cards. But this this card has an anti-counterfeit barcode on it, so I kind of want to see that when we open it up. Pretty cool. Uh, ended up that these weren't worth much, but um, at the time, cards were so huge, they were making a lot of them, but they were making reprints as well. Um, there were five subsets in 1993 Pinnacle. A Rookies uh, subset, a Now and Then subset, an Idols subset, a Hometown Heroes subset, and a draft pick subset. So hopefully we'll find maybe one one of those subset cards in there. Notable players with rookie cards in this set were Derek Jeter, Jason Kendall, and Shannon Stewart. But I think we're doing, since we're do, opening a Series 1 pack, I don't think Derek Jeter's in those. I think he's a later number card. Um, so probably wouldn't be finding that. Um, we, well, we wouldn't be because he's not in that first, se- or first series. Uh, distribution uh, of 1993 Pinnacle, the wax boxes were 36 packs per box and fixed 15 cards per back. Um, um, super packs were 24 packs per box and 27 cards per pack. Uh, looks like the insert ratios, um, there's a team Pinnacle card, um, there's 10 total cards, and it says there's one of those in every 90 packs of wax, uh, one in every 90 wax packs, I guess. Um, Team 2001 total cards, there were 30 in that um, insert, and it says there's one per pack of those. And that was Series 1, so that's what we're looking for. There's a, other some other things in Series 2, Expansion, Opening Day, and Slugfest, but I don't, we're not opening one of those, but those would be pretty cool to find. A rookie Team Pinnacle cards. Um, so that's a little bit about 1993 Pinnacle. I'm kind of looking through here. The Now and Then card shows... <clears throat> excuse me, like it shows a picture of Nolan Ryan in 1992 and then one in 1996, kind of how he changed and a little bit about him on the back of the cards. So there's some different guys in that um, set. Looks like we have Nolan Ryan, Tony Gwynn, Eddie Murray, Dennis Martinez, Robin Yount, George Brett, Dave Winfield, and Burt Blylevin. So some stars of the time now and then. Idols, there's a um, picture of Carlton Fisk on in black and white in the back of one of those and kind of in the front inset is um, Pudge Pudge Rodriguez so Pudge Fisk Pudge Rodriguez so it's like the the older guy and the younger guy one was the other one's idol there's one with Jeff Bagwell and Carl Yastrzemski John Smoltz Jack Morris and some others that's pretty cool I'd like to get one of those hometown heroes like Barry Larkin went to high school in uh, Cincinnati and he ended up playing for the Cincinnati Reds and winning an MVP and um, winning a World Series. So that's like the hometown heroes cards. Um, there's there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven of those. 
um, and then some other uh, inserts. Looks like the rest of the inserts. Um, oh, they did a couple of those. They, they did some of those inserts in the uh, first series and second series. So we will be able to find some of those. Um, let's see, any other inserts that I could tell you about? Team Pinnacle cards. Um, 11 card set that showed some um, artwork um, of Chris Greco, which is pretty cool. Uh, they look real, but the, it's actually... The picture is, is, looks like it's painted or drawn or something. And it looks really cool. Those are, says they're inserted into Series 1 packs. So we might be able to get one of those. Rookie Team Pinnacle. Um, looks like that also is painted or designed, painted or drawn. And it has some, looks like some young guys there. And that, that uh, insert. Expansion Opening Day. That's in the second series. Nine card set that featured opening day starting lineups for two of the, the expansion teams. Oh, the Rockies and the Florida Marlins were new, so they put um, um, each of their starting lineups in there. Just uh, nine cards of so the guys that started for the first time for those new teams. And then a tribute set, um, ten card set that honored the career and accomplishments of George Brett and Nolan Ryan on a black border design featuring the tribute title plate stamped in gold foil. This, was, this set was exclusive to Series 2 packs, so we won't be finding that. Uh, but that's pretty cool. Um, then there's a couple other ones there. So if you want to check out more about the 1993 Pinnacle set, you can always go online, go down a rabbit hole. I do that with different sets and different cards and different players. There's so much stuff on, on the internet about them. So um, we will go to YouTube now, and we'll go ahead and open up the 93 Pinnacle pack. So join us on YouTube. Hello again, and here's our 1993 Pinnacle Pack, 15 Major League Baseball cards, uh, baseball player cards, Team Pinnacle cards randomly inserted, and it says Series 1 right there at the bottom in red, and it's written in white, but it's surrounded by red, and the Pinnacle Pack, if you're not watching YouTube and just listening on the podcast, it's just black with a picture of, looks like Larry Walker on the front, 93 Pinnacles in white or 93 baseballs in white, and then Pinnacle is in gold at the top. In the back, it says two front trading cards with an exclamation point. The Team Pinnacle, a limited set of 10 two front cards featuring portraits of 20 of baseball's best players is being randomly inserted into 1993 Pinnacle Series 1 packs of count goods. So one card for each position with an NL star on one side and an AL star on the other. Portraits were painted by artist Christopher Greco. That's what I said before, Chris Greco. Oh, that's cool. Chances of finding a Team Pinnacle card are not less than 1 in 24 packs. So there might be one of those in here. All right. And we wanted to see that uh, counterfeit barcode. So it looks like each card is going to have that, I guess. So here, let's open that up after we tell you who's going to win our cards and packs from this week. So uh, Dave... Mahuka, I think is how you say it. Uh, thanks for um, liking and um, paying attention to the podcast. We appreciate you, Dave. Episode 92 there, Dave Mahuka. You'll get cards from this episode and some free wax packs. So I'll be getting a hold of you. Thanks again for your support. All right, let's open this up. All right, here they are. Pretty cool looking cards, actually. Yeah, the borders are all black, so it's going to be... Tough to get perfect condition. Um, this one's pretty in pretty good condition, and they're glossy. And borders, speaking of borders, this is Pat Borders. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And it looks like they have 
Um, on the back, another picture of Pat on this. It has one year, his last year stats, 1992 stats, since this is a 1993 card. And then they have their career totals as well. Okay, so they don't have every, um, like a lot of the cards will have every stat they have for their career. These do not. Some do this. They just have the year from before and then their career totals. Um, and then a little bit about the player under where it says Pinnacle right there. A little bit about him. There's Pat Borders. Oh, you can see on that one it's got a little chip at the bottom. Hopefully you can see that on YouTube. That's going to be way off on the grading then. All right, next we have Glenn Davis. He had some good years. I don't know if he got hurt or what, or pitchers figured him out. He had some good uh, home run years, I know that. And then maybe he got hurt, I'm not sure. David Wells is a really good pitcher. <clears throat> Todd Hundley. These are pretty cool looking cards. Pat Kelly. I don't think I've ever opened a pack of these. Carlos Hernandez. Ken Caminetti. Dave Nilsson. Travis Fryman. That's one of the guys that had a good had a good career and played for the tribe uh, at one point. Mark Gubiza. I think he is the, if I'm not mistaken, one of the announcers for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, I think, because I watch a lot of the uh, those games because of Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. I like to watch those, and I think they call him Gooby, I think. And uh, he does a good job of announcing for them. Um, he's really excited whenever he is watching baseball, which is a really good uh, thing to have about yourself if you're, <laughs> if you're discussing baseball on TV. Darren Dalton had some good years. Um, Bernardo Brito. That one says rookie prospect. See up there in the top corner. So there's a rookie. We got a rookie card. Never heard of him, but pretty cool at the time to get that. Jack Clark had some good years. A lot of good years with the St. Louis Cardinals, I believe. Here he's on the Boston Red Sox. Like he was a slugger. Good player. Uh, and Rich Rowland. And then we have, here's one of the Idols cards. We got one. This is really cool. I actually saw this picture online when I was looking through this. So it's John Smoltz and Jack Morris. Jack Morris is in the is the big picture in the back with the that's in black and white, and then um, John Smoltz is the one in color that's smaller that's throwing there. In the back, it talks about John and Jack. It says John, who was born in Detroit, grew up a Tigers fan during the late seventies and eighties when Jack Morris was the most consistent winner in baseball and helped the team win the AL East in eighty four and eighty seven. Little did John know in those days that he would lock up with Morris in Game 7 of the 91 series, uh, World Series, one of the most memorable pitching duels in series history before getting pulled in the eighth of a scoreless tie. So they ended up um, ended up pitching against each other when Jack Morris was an idol of John Smoltz when he was young. That's a pretty cool story. So that's, that's kind of what those idols cards are about. All right, that was the end of the pack. So um, Dave Mahulka, you'll be getting these cards. There's nothing there I'm going to keep. So you'll be getting those and some other uh, free packs. Again, thanks for uh, your support, Dave. And uh, we'll go finish up the podcast. Thanks for watching on the YouTube side. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, you can contact us in the uh, following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And remember to check out our other podcast, 
CVs tend to check out. It's a music podcast, which is out now. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. And uh, I know Kurt didn't have Kurt facts this week. Um, we're praying for him, hoping everything's going okay. Um, but we always want to thank him for his researching. He does a great job for us. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs Podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.